0: Please select your player. New player Tim has joined the game. A wild Dave emerges. Ben rolls a d20, but only gets one. Australia's greatest podcast said, "No person ever." Welcome, welcome to, to Another, another dungeon. dungeon. Hey, that was my line. Hello
1: everybody and welcome to episode 43 of the Another Dungeon podcast. Joining me is Homeless
0: Dave. Salutations. And Ben. Holla for a dollar. <laughs> if have do you pause after our intro so long? It's like there's land. So we, but, so we can see our catchphrases.
1: So you can say hi. <laughs> Haven't we been doing this long enough that you know that you can say hi? Yeah, but I don't know
0: what you're waiting for at the end. Are okay. <laughs> you expecting more and you're always disappointed? Do you want me to just cut you off? Yep.
1: I could be a host on ABC Radio if I keep cutting you off. Um, So when we recorded episode 42, it was the day before the Switch launched and we didn't really have a chance to talk about the Switch because we hadn't played it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, now we've all got Switches. So mm. I didn't think Dave was sold on it, yeah. but apparently he went and got one anyway. And ben
0: yeah,
1: it enough. he did have a. And it birthday. was my
0: birthday, and I had vouchers, so
1: fair enough. Um, so, did you go to a midnight
0: launch? No, I um, pre-ordered it the day before. Um, I pre-ordered the Switch at JB and the then Zelda at EB because they were the only ones that had stock left. <laughs> it sucked, actually. I went into JB and. I um, asked them to pre-order the Switch and they're like, yeah, no worries, we'll just put your name on it. And they grabbed the Switch from the pile behind them where they were marking them all and put my name on it and put it in the stuff-to-be-picked-up tomorrow pile. And I was like, oh, can't you just, like, give it to me now by accident? (laughs) Hey, Dave,
1: which one
2: did
1: you get? Which one did you get, What's that? Which one did you get? I
2: got...
1: He no, got the you, gray one. Anyway, you already know
2: I didn't get the <laughs> eighty-three. Yeah, so 81. I got the beautiful neon colors. Yeah, so neon. You one There's color to me, one to my friend. It. It's beautiful neon is uh, effervescent blue and uh, groupy lipstick red. If you um, if you studied art, Dave, my
1: life, You would know that uh, blue and red is neon. <laughs> They're the primary neon colors.
2: Mm-hmm. They? <laughs> They're the two main characters <laughs> in Neon Genesis: Red and Blue. <laughs> and that's all that counts.
0: Mm. um but yeah so you guys obviously went to midnight launches i did indeed so why tell me tell me why fill me in on
1: yeah well ben's a student so he has nothing to do that's what i'm assuming
2: um no i've i've been to the wii midnight launch and the wii U midnight launch um and since I went to the Wii launch and saw the kind of people that crawl out at that hour, it's always been kind of amusing to me just to observe the kind of people that go to these things. Um, specifically for the Switch, um, I went because Logan came out that night. Um, so me and my friends went and watched Logan at the cinema. Um, the movie finished at 11.45, so we ran across to EB Games, joined the queue, and picked up the Switch. Um, and I got up mostly so I could go home and have it there the next day um, and play straight <laughs> away without going to the shop. Without having to yeah, leave the so house, cool. yeah. As I just um, want to get straight to that Zelda.
1: I actually played mine, so I had the day off. Um, not particularly because the Switch came out, but that also helps. Um, I went in at ten, picked up all my games and accessories, and got my ticket. Went back at quarter to twelve. Um, they shifted the line through really quickly, which was good. Mm. But there wasn't what that wasn't enough. Between ten and twelve, yeah. I went home. Oh, oh! How so far away was he be? Like ten or fifteen minutes.
0: Wow, not, not far. Why didn't you just go in there at one o'clock in the morning? Well, because that's dumb.
1: By one o'clock in the morning, I was playing Zelda.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at
1: twelve thirty, then whatever. <laughs> um, it was it was pretty quick, but they didn't have anything, any raffles or giveaways or line competitions yeah, or anything.
2: They did so do that. they did that with the Wii, but I remember it just made the store really crowded, and a lot of people missed out and then felt that. So I think they stopped doing it because it was pointless.
1: So unless you can give everyone a prize, you can't give anyone a prize.
2: Well, no, I think it's <laughs> that EB games, but, like, giving out things for free was not in their nature. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that is <laughs> also true. Um,
1: yeah, so... It was good to get that, I don't know, half hour hour of Zelda in. Yeah. Um the console itself was really easy to set up. I was actually mm-hmm. surprised by how small the tablet was. Um now that I've used it it's you know, it's it's a good size, but I don't know, I just for some reason in my <laughs> head it was bigger.
2: Um I was surprised how big it was. I thought in my head it would be smaller. Right. Uh, but yeah, I like the size. What did what did you think? On, of it? I, was, I
0: was with Yeah, I was with Tim. I, I found it. Smaller than I anticipated, but it's still not small enough to make it... I mean, it's portable, but it's not... Like, you have to carry it in a case whenever you go anywhere, so it's not, like, something you can slip in your pocket.
2: I think there's a difference between handheld and portable, and I think this is a portable console, in that it's designed to be really easily taken to, like, a friend's house and set up, like, a LAN game or uh, plugged into a TV, but uh, whilst you can pull it out and use it as a handheld, it's not, like hand size it hasn't got that same convenience the 3ds had
1: what did you find um what do you think of the joy cons when you first started
2: them? um they are comf- they sit in your hand really comfortably yeah um I-, I tried to use them like a Wiimote first of all and i don't think that's quite how they're intended um but they really shine um so you were filing you them about yeah, I don't know. It didn't sit quite as well. I don't know I didn't have the cord connected, so my hands were drifting apart. I don't know what it was, um, but they they slot into the system really well. They slot into the controller really well. Um, and handing one to a friend, turning it sideways, that works much more effectively than I thought it would. Um, I'm instantly interested in buying a lot more multiplayer games on the Switch, or like those indie titles that have a multiplayer mode, um, because it's so convenient uh, to just hand a controller to a friend. I was um I was surprised how
1: heavy they were. They've got mm. like they feel heavy. They feel quality, like they've got a nice weight to them. Yeah. They don't feel lightweight, mm. they don't feel cheap, they they feel mm. solid. Um but I immediately started using the Pro Controller anyway.
2: Which is oh, the Pro Controller is
0: really good. Pro Controller. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I was surprised. So I didn't want to fork out Eighty, ninety dollars for a controller like that. I thought I would eventually, yeah. but um, I thought I'd see what the original horrible-looking controller would be like first. Like <laughs> that, um, what's it called? The little Joy-Con, you know, the plastic thing you clip yeah, the Joy-Cons oh, into. Yeah. What's that called? The grip. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? The
1: grip. Yeah. I think Yours it's... is only ugly because okay. it's grey. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it looks the, like um, a dog that way. It matches all my other consoles, you see. I can't have color in there. <laughs> um, anyway, the, um, that was surprisingly comfortable. And aside from the trouble I'm having with um, the left Joy-Con, um, I don't know if you call it sticking or losing signal, I'm having that issue where sometimes uh, like you're playing Zelda and no, there's no, no, just keep running in one direction. There's no problem. Nintendo
1: officially stated there's no problem, and then they said that okay. looking. Looking and they they said they're looking into, into
2: it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, they, the, they also told you how to avoid the problem by not resting your fingers on the top of the Joy-Con, which has I'll worked
2: perfectly. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, as long as they, you don't rep- But the thing is, you always rest your fingers up there, especially as the left, the left um, trigger is your rune in Zelda, which I oh, use yeah. quite a bit.
1: Bumper,
0: I'd call it the left bumper. What did I call it?
1: Trigger. Triggers at the bottom, bumpers at the top. Ah, uh, yeah. That's Xbox. terminology.
0: Um. Oh yeah, the bottoms. Are so one of the both sort of.
1: One in one in three had that issue because I don't. And ben, I don't think you've had. I don't have that. You guys video. don't
0: play with the controller,
1: so
2: how do you know? I use I do use the joystick well, I use the controller for like once you switch and stuff like that. I've used it a bit. Yeah. I, do I use
0: it? Sort of... Hang on no, no, no. But do you use it in the grip thing? Yes. No, but the grip thing is
2: just a case, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, not but the grip any... thing
0: puts the the grip thing puts the left controller in a position where you're going to block the signal with your hand. So if you're using it sideways, I've, and keep in mind, I've only had I've played for about I don't know what forty hours or so, and I've only had this problem very sporadically,
2: yeah.
0: once every few days for about you know couple of minutes until i knew how to avoid it and then it was just a couple of seconds so it's not too bad yeah and when i'm playing stuff like um oh shit clips. <laughs> oh shit clips when i'm playing yeah. that, <laughs> good day. Um, was that the australian version? version yeah yeah now that's shit ache uh clips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh um well, we may as well continue talking about problems, because I do have a problem with my console.
2: Um, and that's... Put it down? Hang on, I'm not convinced this is a problem with your console. <laughs> uh, hang on, you're alluding your...
0: to the fact that... Of... Dude, dude, you're giving away the secrets that we've already recorded the first 20 minutes of this app and are re-recording it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I've got
1: an Xbox One, a PS4, and a Switch next to each other. Mm-hmm first two consoles have no problems connecting to the wireless but the switch keeps dropping out and then reconnecting periodically. Now it is a distance between the switch and the router thing because I moved the router into the lounge and it's fine Um, but it seems like it's got a weak or a poor Wi-Fi connector in it and apparently the processor that's running the Wi-Fi is also possibly the thing that causes the frame rate drops. Um, in Legend of Zelda.
2: Yes, I did hear that. Um, that's easily patched out that specific issue. Yeah. Um, um, with your switch, though, like that's—it's really interesting that you're experiencing that problem because I can go. My router's upstairs, and I can go all the way, like three rooms away, and I still have internet connection to it. What so, router do you have? What what wireless?
1: Uh, I'm just using the Optus one one that I'll just give you, so nothing special. A, B, G, N. Ah, oh, what form? I'm not actually
0: sure. I should look into that. So I've got all in and I'm, I'm the same. I've gone over the road to a, a mate's place. Oh, wow. Um, and that's actually worked that far away as well. Mm. So
1: in a uh, seriously legit website called Trusted Reviews, there's um, 12, 12 <laughs> common Nintendo Switch problems. Um, one's a dead pixel, which I haven't heard of.
2: You heard of it, yeah, Ben? I've heard, no? it. That, that's, I've heard of it. It's a common thing with handheld stuff. My brother's PSP had a dead pixel.
1: Did he take it back?
2: No, it is not that big an issue. Only on, like, if the loading screen is completely all black. All right. uh, you don't really yeah. notice it. So and the and Joy- it's I got one, of my, I got one of on my
0: Vita and they wouldn't take it back and it sh- it pisses me off all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, a dead pixel would annoy me. Um, hmm. The Joy-Con issue, which is known. The other thing I noticed, and it's not a problem, but my Switch was nearly out of battery and so put on the charger Saturday morning and kept playing Zelda. After four to six hours of playing, it had barely charged. But when you're actually using the Switch and trying to charge at the same time, it charges super slow. I don't know if you guys... I wonder if
0: that. that's something to do with... So you were you were charging it in the dock, yeah? Yep. Because I've done that, but... Okay, so I guess this comes down to how I use the Switch, um, which is basically I play it as a console or a handheld device. I don't do any of the shit that they did on the ad. Um, is that because you don't and have... So, <clears throat> no, I'm just not a douchebag that takes Switches to parties. a <laughs> hey, <laughs> You're not a Karen. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a Karen. Um, no, but so I'll play downstairs, and then when it's bedtime, I'll go up and um, either read or I'll play the Switch. And when it's running low on battery, um, I've got a USB Type-C charger set up next to my bed, so I'll actually plug it in and keep playing it in a handheld format. And it usually charges pretty quickly. Okay, so,
1: so maybe know. it's the docked and then pushing it to the TV and then trying to charge at the same time that does it.
0: Yeah, well, I suppose when it's docked, it's up. Uh, it's using the graphic processor in the dock, isn't it, to to output a better image, while well, supposedly output a better image. That's true. Well, yeah, but if it's using additional hardware, then it's going to use some of that power going to the station. Yeah. Then again, it, it should have a lot more power going to it than a you know little mobile phone charger. But I don't really know how power works, so I'll butt out of that.
1: <laughs> Back should, out of that, whatever. You should know how power works, though. Um, so the Switch. you're talking about not being a Karen. I actually I bought one, two Switch, and I downloaded the Snippy Clips demo, and then um, I went and had dinner at Dad's place. And um, mm-hmm. I decided to take the Switch with me. And while I was cooking, I managed to just kick it out on the kitchen table and play 1-2 Switch with Jackie. And it was so simple. It's quick to set up. The quick little mini games work well in that instance, um, something that's easy to put down and pick up. And I never thought that I would use the console in that way. But um, if they provide the right titles to do it, then, yeah, I can definitely see myself taking it to other people's places
0: because it's just so simple. See, that's the thing though for me because it depends on the titles. Because at mm-hmm. the titles yeah. I've got at the moment, like I, I have played like that, I played one uh, Snipper Clips with my daughter and it was fantastic. And, you know, if we go on holiday to Mudura or something, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably play it like that for convenience. Um, but it'll all come down to the games for me because yeah. Snipper Clips, I'm already bought off. Yeah. Um, one two switch. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm not paying seventy dollars yeah. for what should be a demo that comes with the bloody system. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll pay thirty or something, I guess. But yeah, as you say, when when the games come out, then it could be a useful thing. But at the moment, I reckon it's just one of those. I think it. I think it's one of those gimmicks that that will be fun when the system is new or when people haven't seen it. But I think won't get that big a share of your primary use See, so
1: software will determine whether it's a gimmick or not I think
2: mm-hmm. and at the moment we don't have any major except simple clips no major first party Nintendo games with that uh use of of controller but we have Mario Kart eight deluxe coming out which will make use of that mode and we have um uh What's the other one? Oh, Splatoon apparently has the split oh, okay. screen mode that way. But you see, those, those are really with games horrible. like that. Yeah,
1: those two are massive battery drain games, I'm going to assume. Uh, and you can't charge it while it's kicked out because it charges on the um, bottom.
2: Yeah. Great <laughs> Yeah, design. but that, that split controller mode can also be used. Like, if you go to a friend's house, they have a Switch. You just put your thing in their dock. Um, and you can... I think it can sync up to eight controllers. So theoretically if you had multiple switches you can sync eight of the uh, four of the sets yeah, but of your, the controllers. The battery
0: issue is still going to be a thing. I bet you any money they'll come out with some slimline um, charging dock thing that you can just, you know what I mean, that doesn't cover the screen. A more portable yeah. yeah, they'll come out with something that you can just plug into the wall and then clip your thing in and it'll hold it in like a dock. So, because that little but, stand on the back isn't fantastic, no,
2: no, nah. it doesn't have to charge in the dock, it can charge just plugging the cable in directly.
0: No, but what Tim's saying is when you're standing yeah. it up, it can't charge the, the ports on the bottom the of way, the console yeah. unless you cut
2: yeah. a hole in
1: your
0: desk.
2: All oh, right, I heard someone use the Zelda Amiibo, the uh, squid thing. To uh, hold it up with the legs. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you could do that, I guess. Um, Great design. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I guess if you're docking it, it has to be at the bottom, doesn't it? It could be good. Anyway, the only other thing I've really heard of is people scratching their, the corners of their switches from docking and undocking so much, which can just be solved. are they they recalling the
2: dock for that? Are they? No, nothing confirmed. Nintendo investigated really it no. because the, yeah. um, the amount of people complaining is still really negligible compared to the amount of success. They've shipped 1.5 million units and mm. their range of failed experiences is well within the acceptable percentage for any Did you say yeah. uh, yes. shipped?
0: Shipped, not sold. Yes.
2: Well, purchased, no sold. Same thing. It's not the same days. thing.
0: Ship I think means... It is the same thing at the moment, isn't they? Aren't they sold yeah. out? Yeah,
2: they're if sold if out they're sold out. But really ship worldwide. just means that
0: yeah. Nintendo
1: has shipped 1.5 right. million to retail. 1.5
2: million sold. That's better. Um, so far, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> I can, where, say, where I I can say that I've shipped a million copies of my solo album to JB Hi Fi. It doesn't mean I've sold any.
2: Yeah, it doesn't mean want it. You've signed to the uh, at the back. <laughs> it's, it's impressive because the Wii U, I think, is currently sitting on 12 million uh, sold, and of course there's always going to be a lot of hype when a console sold, but 1.5 million after ye- five years of everyone saying they're over Nintendo and Nintendo has no good games. Yeah, but um, that's it's, still, it's still really that's impressive. Not
0: everyone, that's the internet saying it.
2: You don't yeah, listen to what those true. idiots. Say. No, but yeah. that's the perceived journalism. The I don't know. That's where a lot of people form their opinions, regardless of whether it's well. I think true or not.
1: The, the Wii U well, there had it is. so many <laughs> troughs, though. Um, that uh, that's understandable. So, you know, Mario Kart 8 comes out. Yep, big hype, good, people buy it. And then, you know, radio silence for ages. And then, uh, I can't even say Mario Party because that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: I'm was really the next weird. one?
1: Xenoblade Chronicles. You know, yeah, was, that that was Monster, hype again uh, and then yeah, dead.
0: We, oh, no, that was weird. Um, um,
1: hmm.
0: Anyway, Nintendo, if you're listening, please bring a Monster Hunter game to Switch. <laughs> they will you know they will I'm, I'm honestly surprised that so many switches have sold because um, i i mean as mentioned on the last second last podcast i was hesitant because of the library um i just happened to have 300 bucks worth of jb vouchers for my birthday and yeah. i knew i was going to buy one eventually so i got it but there's not a lot on offer right off the bat there's, well, there's sorry, not. I say there's not a lot on offer. There's a Zelda game on offer, and yeah. it's been getting tens across the board. That's it's a pretty good. A, yeah, it's a pretty fucking giant carrot, right? <laughs> mm. But you know what I mean. Apart from that, like for 1.5 million sales of a console, which has, well, Zelda, because it's got what a Bomberman remake, um, which is not doing very well. Which is a little. It's what the
1: Bomberman remake's not doing very well.
0: Yeah, I actually, no, I was going to buy great. that, and I held off buying it, because... Well, I thought that'd be a fun game to do that little stand-up thing, you know? Yeah, and... and Bomberman's uh, a great 8-player th- local game.
1: I think that's the only saving grace from the articles I've read. Um, but Bomberman's not really been of great interest to me, anyway.
0: That's a bit outdated, these days. The thing is, days. once they get the virtual consoles, anyway... Oh. Uh, well, I think... The virtual consoles, to me, are where I'll start using that kickstand thing a lot more. Yeah. So, you'll so I'll take quite happily buy some of my old Super, Super Mario brothers or whatever stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. re-buy them and I'll play the old multiplayer games. Like the original Super Bomberman on... Well, was it the original? The Super Nintendo one, anyway. One I think the um, early ones, yeah. Nintendo yeah. did a good job
1: with the eShop on the Wii U. Um from the way they price things, I think sixty-four games were mm. 15, 20 bucks. You know, not yeah, it wasn't bad. Not absorbent. It's it's a, a decent mm. price for an old game. So if they can keep that up, well, I'm
0: sure they well, will. Well, I think but. I think that's pretty safe because so I was looking, and Zelda at launch was eighty dollars. Um, Bomberman was sixty-five. Snipperclips was thirty. Yeah. The the prices on the e-store are equal to or less than shelf prices in most yeah. stores. Like even shelf prices in they're, places like W, they're
2: beating. and They're doing a lot better impressive. with it. Yeah. I think it's because there's no region in it as well. So you can make an American <laughs> account and access the American store. Um, and so they have to factor that into the Australian prices now uh, rather than charging through the teeth. Um well the... there's
0: also that little um trick where you can flick stores you don't have to create a new account you can change there's something where you can change the regional settings for your store like, and you can actually you have flick to over the change
2: the regional store. settings of your Nintendo account to actually go to the Oh it's the whole thing uh, the isn't it? Store. okay yeah okay
0: um,
1: but, but it's also... not um I think they're also banking on the fact that you can only fit two games on the system anyway
2: no, you you can buy a micro SD card and you can fit a lot more on the system. Um, you can theoretically make the system two terabyte once they release the two terabyte micro SD.
0: Oh yeah, it's under the little kickstand. It's got a little um. Yeah. Mm. Little slot. I gotta say, how good is it having game cards again? Huh? Yeah, cartridges are the best. Oh, uh, love it.
2: magic. I've been waiting for them to go back for so long. The the load times is like nothing. It's non existent. That's not true.
1: Zelda takes forever to load. I'm going to
2: lose a game one day. No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it does. Hardly takes anything. Are you kidding
2: me? It's not. And the
0: thing is, you can can stand by and resume a game so quickly because it's all. Yeah. There there are two really
2: good features I like. The standby mode, I can instantly resume where I'm playing, and that'll activate if your battery's about to go dead. It'll go into the standby and preserve your game, so you don't lose anything. Um, The other feature I love is it charges the two controllers on the side, and you can use the USB ports to plug two more controllers in, like, if you had pro controllers to charge. Um, So when I'm not using my console, everything's charged back up to uh, proper setting, whereas the PS4 can do that in the rest mode, but it becomes so unstable in that mode that I never use it for risk of, like, bricking my hard drive. Joy-Con's oh.
1: battery life is good enough that you don't really need to charge it that often, though. Yeah.
2: Well, the, even I the Pro Controller, I've uh, left that off for mm. three days. Yeah. They're pretty
1: good. I don't think I've recharged my Pro Controller yet. Wow. Um, not that I've put a huge amount of time into Zelda anymore, but um, it's been an... um been an interesting direction. Um if you haven't played a Zelda game before you don't really need to worry. Uh there's not really nope. that much callback to the
2: others. I think it's nearly was, a soft reboot. Uh no just you get a little bit more out if you played them. Or you get you learn how to play Zelda through playing older Zeldas, but this gameplay I guess breaks away. Yeah. Um from that so, a lot. Ben, you finished it. Yeah.
1: And no spoilers. No spoilers. No, I
2: will not spoil the game. I can't believe um, Zelda died though. That was unexpected. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I don't, see no spoilers. I'm only up to the
0: bit where you find out that Zelda is Ganon.
2: Uh, yeah, that was shocking. I haven't I got know. there yet. Um, Le- legitimately what happens in Twilight Princess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh really? Yeah, I don't continue. remember that. Yeah. I I've forgotten uh, Twilight
1: Princess. Um there's a couple of things that are annoying me with Zelda. Zelda. The what? Yeah. Ah, the, the few things that are annoying me with Zelda is Zelda herself seems like a really whiny character. Um, mm. It's a voice actor, dude.
0: They need to ditch that voice actor. That's
1: the second point, ah. is that the voice acting is pretty bad so far. There's only, only been a, Zelda. Well, but no. Is right. I reckon the Zora princess, I don't like her voice actor either. I,
2: remember. See, it- I, I don't think it's bad. It is bad. I just don't think it's the best voice I think I've ever heard. I did switch it over to the Japanese language briefly. The Japanese voices seem to fit the characters a lot more. Um, um, were you, you able to change just character? the audio? Because no, my problem was I could flick region, it. Yeah, the whole content. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a it's problem not... I had because I wanted to do the same. I was like, well, for the amount of talking, I'll happily yeah. listen to it in Japanese, which I think is a cool-sounding language, and read subtitles.
2: But yeah, no joy. same time, um, I at at I do like sold. the voice at the start. Um, And at the end of the game, when it gets a bit more dramatic, um, I felt she did the role really well. There's just some parts in the middle where she's more neutral. That I don't know, yeah, the voice actress is a little weird. She's very kind of like European, and I've seen a picture of her. um, And I don't know, there's kind of a mannerism, I don't know how to describe it, a mannerism that kind of goes with how she's doing the accent and stuff that I don't think maybe... Is as effective as where it's like just a too breathy, dude. Preemption. She's too yeah, She sounds
0: bad. like she's putting on a voice and trying to make it sound. It doesn't sound natural. It sounds like she's putting on a voice to me. It's bad. That's all you need to know. Um, no, I, I, next topic. No, I, but we'll but see, the, the character
2: of everyone self is agrees. that's perfecting
1: that's subjective. Hang on. No, uh, just terrible. let me. Just let me lead into our next topic, you guys. So, well, we haven't even talked about Zelda. Well, you just mentioned something you really don't like Have we
0: all it. agreed that it's shit?
1: Yeah, yes. Ben, move on. So <laughs> I think one of the reasons that I judge it a lot more harsh is because it's been getting 10 out of 10s everywhere, um, which leads me you to... you pay attention to that, though? Well, I, not as a sales point, but it's more of a point of annoyance for me now. I know we've talked about off podcast 10 out of 10s, and the whole ethos, I guess, of the perfect game um, with the Another Dungeon website. And my philosophy yeah, that's, is there's...
0: That's a, that's a whole podcast in itself there.
1: Yeah, so my philosophy
0: is there's no such thing as a
1: perfect game, so nothing can be 10 out of 10. Whereas my I philosophy
0: think, is there is such a thing as a perfect game. But it you. has to be perfect. So To me. I, I, think, to me. I think it can but be. But I'm the one writing the review, right? Ben.
1: That ben, that that gave yes. it
0: 7 out yes. of 10. Just take
1: your... Take your little Nintendo boy pants off for a second. Yeah, all right. And put on your We're big boy pants. We're talking yeah. some other game. So no, no let, let's talk Zelda for a minute. So yeah. you dock your console, you run around, and there's frame rate drops. That does not coincide with a 10 out of 10 game. Weak character, bad uh, bad voice acting. That does not coincide with the 10 out of 10
2: game. Well, that's subjective to you. I don't think yeah, the that voice is acting. Subjective. Yeah, yeah, but
1: you're yeah. but you're wrong. In my opinion, um, but, my well, here's, opinion is here's
2: what I, Here's what I think about The Legend of Zelda. I think, mechanically, what you do in the game, what your gameplay is, is, like, objectively one of the best games I've played. Um, I think you can really study a lot of the game design that's going into the game, and you should study that if you want to design a game, because it's, it's really clear what it wants to achieve, and it's really flawless in that specific execution. Where I kind of... The game experience's lesson for me is... I don't think the story is quite as rich, because they were doing kind of a soft root thing. Um, and uh, maybe for me, it was really just tiny little things, like uh, some of the button layouts, or some of the inventory management. Um, but the game, see, I, I tend to call a game perfect. Or you're right, I don't like, really like to use numbers anymore, I, except ironically. Um, but um, I, for me, a you game does perfect. really well. Yeah, I will call it. But a game does really well when it accomplishes what it is. Um, so for me, for instance, Yoshi's Island is a perfect game because it's a side-scrolling platformer. Um, it's really fun. It's, it has a beautiful art style. It uh, really clear with Yoshi's gameplay, how that works, um, and is is really unique, but sticks within the rules that it sets up and creates. I feel Zelda does the same thing. as a perfect game. It sets up these rules, and it sticks to them, and the gameplay is really fun in between that. Um, however, I if people don't feel like it's 10 out of 10, if there are reasons why they don't consider it perfect, I fully understand that, because there are things, for instance, frame rate. That never really affected me majorly, um, and I think it's something that will probably be patched out later on, but, um, it's hard to say whether that is the console or the game itself. It's, um, either way, that, that to it's me the... is
0: a detraction from the word perfect in itself. It's the extra textures well, that it tries I, I to load when I even
2: ultimately stop. wouldn't say Zelda is a perfect game, probably. I would mm-hmm. probably, I oh, was so nearly gave a number score. I would um, say it's a 9 yeah, out of 10. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely up there, um. I think it needs I'd to be a the little same bit as, rich, as I gave uh, Witcher 3,
0: a 9.5 out of 10, definitely. Yeah. It's it's very close to perfect. I've, I've actually given a perfect score to a game, and I still stand by it. I'm well, listening that? to you talk about your reasoning. it's A lot of it's for that reasoning, but I also mm. found no flaws with it. Controls are perfect, art styles. There's nothing I would ever change about that game to make it better. See, yeah. I think
1: my main issue is that you see all these places giving it that score, I immediately will start playing the game being a lot more judgmental, which is what happened with The Last of Us. I was trying not to look at any of the scores before I played it, and then, you know, driving down, you see billboards that say 10 out of 10. Great. Now I'm going to judge this game. And I ended up not enjoying it that much.
0: I still, so you can't distance yourself from the, the sort of
1: there's uh, something in my tide of opinion. There's something in my mind that when I see ten out of ten, I instantly get more critical. <laughs> and I don't You're know like, why. That's but, true. See, because if there's Poppy something I know. love and I talk about it. You will get critical of the thing <laughs> they treasure press. <predators>. Um, <laughs> see, very there, much your personality. <laughs> there's there's games that are totally buggy. Like I love Bethesda games and Fallout and Skyrim and that sort of stuff. And they're they're Absolute broken messes at launch sometimes, but I would still rate them very highly. Often, it's that, yeah, <laughs> they often accomplish what it's set out to be, yeah. And I, yeah, I think, I think you are right, but I don't think, I don't know if I maybe as I get older, um, I don't think I have come across a game that deserves a perfect score. Maybe perfect's not the right word to use, but when I see yeah. 10 out of 10. You know, that there is no higher score than that. So, that in my mind means
0: perfection.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I'm the well, same. We've also got the problem of technology is helping us get to a point where one, more and more people are able to express themselves and make games. Two, the quality of games is like crazy. The Questionable. stuff we're able to in games. Um, I,
0: I disagree with that last so... point. I think that the okay. quality. So, a perfectly, ex... a perfect example would be Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. All right, maybe that's not a perfect example. You can make that graphically a bit better.
2: Okay. But, but his, they his... had the power to make... Oh, sorry, go on. Yep. Uh, well, kind of not exactly the quality of the whole game. But for instance, we now can make Mario Maker, which is in kind of production quality, objectively better than Super Mario World, because it is Super Mario World, but you can do all this stuff that wasn't possible in games back in no, Mario No, uh, it's a different game. It's a different game. But... but I guess what what I'm trying to say is – I now I've forgotten. <laughs> we, have, we, we, can, we can do all this stuff in games. So it keeps raising the bar of people's uh, – what they're surprised or impressed with. That's why games – like, a couple of years ago, every game was 9 out of 10. And this year, it seems like every game is 10 out of 10 straight away. Um, and a lot of that's probably money laundering through game journalism websites. <laughs> but um, I think genuinely, like, yeah, people are struggling to, like, compare – a game that exists now to one that you existed can't, a few years ago because so like, keep like pushing
1: yeah in line with what you're saying you know 10, 15 years ago people were <laughs> excited by the fact that you can run right and jump mm. but now that's such a standard nominal thing although okay I say that but in Ghost Recon Wildlands you can't jump you can only climb so there's still games where you can't <laughs> jump these days but in you know the the standard and the bar keeps getting raised and raised. It's not... You have to be so objective if you are comparing a game now with a game from even five years ago. Um, I I
2: think, by and large, uh, because the production costs and everything games are going up, at a base level, a lot more games are likely to be base level fun than to be complete disasters like E.T. or just garbage SNES games you would play as a kid um you know you know what this
0: almost makes me feel it, i don't know if you guys used to read this magazine or these sorts of magazines or whether i'm going to what's show a my magazine age. dave <laughs> that that, like
2: an e letter?
0: <laughs> back back in the <laughs> days you used to have so rather than they'd have um a segmented score so you'd have gameplay graphics sound Yep. yeah and then say an overall score but you got a breakdown and then we a got breakdown lazy. That led up to it so something like you could say right back to the super mario world you could say that for the super nintendo the graphics were say a 9 out of 10 now if you saw a game with those graphics today well it would probably be an indie game promoting retro stylings. but <laughs> <It's a> 9 <laughs> out of 10 though. but you know what i mean the the, the graphics yeah. were well utilized for the game and um, they enhance the gameplay to an extent. They'd be a bit more polished yeah. now, but it would still be a, a high thing. But the gameplay of Super Mario World still, to in my mind, still stands up today. In fact, the same with, uh, the what was the Legend of Zelda on Super Nintendo? Link to the, Link to to the, the Past. past. Yeah. 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 That still stands up as one of my favourite Zelda games. I'm always going back to that one and well, still see, enjoying it as much as I do today. I very
1: legally played that on a ROM. Um, many 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 years after it came out that's and even Karen, <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised by the fact that your shield could block arrows like for a game back in the day like that simple <laughs> game mechanic blew my mind um that's really interesting i i don't know okay. why and i don't know why i remember What's that a game but... had that sort of thing well i never yeah. had a do you know, do you know
2: time. in uh, Breath of the wild your shield can still block arrows even 2017 how impressive is that yeah, or like two arrows and, and then it, it breaks. On fire.
0: <laughs> and then it breaks.
2: Yeah. Oh man, yep. the fire mechanics is the best. Uh, There's so um, many. Actually,
0: can we can we go back to Breath of the Wild for a second? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about stuff?
2: some of the good the good things about it? All right. So the oh, physics, engine, physics engine, Bring up.
1: the physics right, engine it is do. is amazing. The physics. Um, well, yeah. Right, so you did you? That... No, no, no. It's my turn. Did you okay. did you see the clip from um, Video Game Donkey? <laughs> So he he picked chicken? up no. yeah he picked up a cuckoo, managed to get an enemy oh, to hit the cuckoo, yeah. and it just the cuckoos, traditionally the cuckoos if you hit it they'll attack Link until he dies, and this time if you get an enemy to do it, they'll just <laughs> peck the enemy Storm to death and kill him. It's, there's so many someone...
2: clever things you
0: can
1: do.
2: I've seen someone set a bear on fire, mount the bear, and then run through the oh, forest, setting the forest the on forest <laughs>
0: fire. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Um, so how they actually achieved a lot of this, these crazy mechanics in the game is they built a physics engine to deal with the physics side of stuff. But then whilst two of the developers were drunk on um, they developed a chemistry engine, or the idea of a chemistry engine. So they have the physics, but they also have this engine dealing with elements of like fire, ice, wind, and, and whatever, lightning, and they use that to register what objects are being changed in the physics engine changing state by the chemistry engine um and that allows them to achieve all this kind of like coherent rules and gameplay um without having to make like an a- each specific asset for each area to function that way um you can push a rock from one end of hyrule to the other end of hyrule um because they built the engine so well to keep track of objects and the ways they're changing mm.
1: it's pretty impressive
2: and yet, I can't mm.
1: remember that I dropped
2: a sword on the ground.
1: If I fast travel away and go back again, <laughs> well, the yeah, blood moon the, raises the unbreakable again.
0: swords that you can't get back again. Bastards. Yeah. So, uh. one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about was that traveling. Actually, yeah. Um, how did you find navigating your way around? Like, all right. Well, I'll I'll explain what my issue has been. Yeah. Um, to give you some context so my my problem has been there have been times when i want to get somewhere and it's kind of gets a bit boring just running and climbing my way through the through the wilderness especially when you're in an area say where you can't get your horse or or something like that and it just takes a while did you find guys find that at all
2: Uh, I thought I would. That was my biggest concern going into the game. But surprisingly, I at no moment ever found myself bored. Um, I'm a big fan of 3D platformers, and I think that maybe had a lot to do with it. We're setting my own challenges to climb and jump to places. Um, I spent a whole day just going through the snowy mountains, this pitch-white snowy storm. You can't really see much. I th- thought I would hate that having to climb these mountains. I had a blast uncovering the secrets. <laughs> I-, I found the world was populated enough, even if there was no event, just interesting mm. geography or uh, challenges that um, I always found a way to entertain myself across the entire world. And I've found all the shrines and done everything. Um, so I was surprised how like playground-like the world is that I could just okay. play with things.
1: I found moments of boredom. Um, yeah. Be, there's not much direction in the game. I know there's overall direction, um, but you pretty much left your own devices from relatively early on, and so I spent most of my time yeah. climbing a tower, looking for the next tower, and then running straight there. So the way I play—that's is if quite... that's how we play games. Yeah. So I was about to say the, the way I play was quite different to the way Jackie's been playing. She seems to follow roads a lot more than I do. Mm. Um, where, you know, the first one, go to Kakariko Village. I pick a straight line and I climb the mountain and then run <laughs> down the mountain. And I missed, I missed all the starting stable because I didn't run along oh, the road. And I thought, this is crap. This game has no stables. And then I came home the next day <laughs> and saw where Jackie was up to and she was like, oh, no, so there's just, all these there's, a, there's a stable here me. and there's a stable here. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so <laughs> the way I play is very much... That's interesting shortest distance between two points. So I've been trying to yeah. force myself on the roads a bit more to try and encounter things a bit more. Um,
0: okay, well, I'm exactly the same as you, Tim. I I find my destination and I tend to, like, I'll find a shrine or something. I'll, I'll sidetrack for shrines and that sort of things. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Bench no. just crashed. That's all right. Let's finish without him.
1: Hopefully you can recover.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I I play the same as you. Um, the other things I wanted to bring up on that though was it's so nice being able to climb in the Legend of Zelda because it's like the first shrine, right? The one you know when you got to find the three extra shrines, yeah, in the plateau at the start. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to make that guardian. Blow up the pile of rocks in the wall because I knew from previous soldiers that a pile of rocks means you bomb it. Yeah, yeah. And it took me ages. And then one time I went back and went, "Oh yeah, I can climb in this game. (laughs) I don't have to run around the edge of mountains trying to find the path that leads up. I can just climb as long as I've got the stamina. And yeah, the ability to climb damn near everything just cuts out a lot of that tedious
1: early game. I'd forgotten too. I, I think I know the one you talked about, the one where it's kind of a maze and there's guardians everywhere shooting at you. So I went... Yeah, and you can I went run around the, the back near the temple and climb over. <laughs> I ran around the back and I was like, there's no way in here. Like, I have to run past this guardian that's going to kill me. And then accidentally ran into the wall and he started climbing. I'm like, oh yeah, I can just climb over <laughs> this wall. Um,
0: yeah, but that's it, awesome, isn't it? For navigation.
1: It, it's a pretty cool feature. Yeah. Um, Got annoying a couple of times, but not in a significant way. Um, How did it get annoying? Just accidental grabs or ah oh, okay. Actually, and the opposite's true. Sometimes when I've been hang gliding and I've really needed to grab a ledge, he just keeps gliding into the mountain and uh, I just run out of stamina and drop into
0: water and die. Um, I always press the um release button before yeah. I before I did that, so that I'll crash into the wall without holding the the whatever it's called, paraglider? Yeah. Um,
1: I, I think without, and this is the thing I struggle with with survival games in general, is without direction, I get bored quickly. Um, there's mm-hmm. enough dribbled throughout the worlds, I think, where if you go to the right places, for lack of a better word. There are, you know, small events and stuff like that. My quest log is relatively full of side quests that are... The thing with the side quests is probably 80% of them, the little quest marker is only ever where you've got the quest. It's not where you need to go. Uh, yes. Where it's usually you've got to find and figure out, which isn't too bad, but when you're already in a massive game and you know time is limited because you're old you kind of want a bit of direction rather than having to explore the entire world to find something
0: see i didn't mind that because most of the well the quests i've found so far have been fairly localized to the quest giver so if i went away and then went hey i'm going to go back and do that quest finding this stone that some dude told me about i could go back to where he was yeah and then he would retell me the quest and i'd go right i know it's in the immediate vicinity or in one case (coughs) i couldn't find it so i think i waited until like mid-afternoon and he actually walked to the bit that he was talking about studying so i could actually follow him there it was the one where you had to shoot a stone at night or something shoot the cursed eyes at night yeah Yeah, yeah. and that right there is one of the things i love about zelda so the quests the shrines absolutely everything they've got all these core world mechanics or um like the physics engine the chemistry engine all that sort of stuff but they just use them in such damn clever ways that every quest and side quest and shrine feels unique it feels like a new puzzle each time it doesn't so far, it hasn't felt like anything's recycled or, yeah, you know, combat's too hard that there's a combat. It, it becomes a, a case of being really good at combat or overpowered well, at combat. Well, my only yeah. gripe
1: with combat is the, um, the timing seems quite out. Like often I timing. will... Yeah, you know how you can dodge and then you can do flurries.
0: For the flurry, yeah. yeah.
1: So half the time I'll dodge well past after they've swung at me, I like the club has gone past. Dodge and you still get the flurry. Like oh, the, really? The timing that, that's of it's pretty precise. My, it feels like it's off. Um, it could just be me though. Mm. But oh, there's some pretty good puzzles in the shrines, and I haven't, I have not by any means done all the or, or even no. probably half of them. Hello. Mm. Um. Hello, Ben. Welcome back.
2: Hi. Thank you.
1: Is your recording recoverable?
2: It is dead. The same crash.
0: Mm, I reckon it's 7- and, you give, and you give me crap for using a Mac. Using a Mac.
2: <laughs> Why? I, I give you guys crap for using Skype. It's garbage water.
1: Why? Well, Skype's
0: not the thing no, giving you Windows it? errors. Yeah. Well, it probably I reckon, is. No, I
2: reckon it's the Windows 10, like, overloading or something. Yeah.
0: Well, when Skype is Windows as well, um, we should go back to that other one we used two weeks ago. Discord. Anyway, we can grab we can grab the start of the podcast from the grab Twitch feed. It won't be as clear, but it
2: is. Not, right?
0: Who's that, Ben? Ben.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know what he's doing. Can you hear me? Oh, I don't
2: know.
1: Me? well. Bad. I think this podcast will be. I'll just have to grab audio from the Twitch feed. Can you hear me? Feed. And it'll just be crap quality, but that'll have to do.
0: Can I, before we go, I just want to say one more other positive, out of the many, and that's the music in the game. Yeah, or more actually, importantly, the lack of music. It's just yeah. astoundingly atmospheric.
1: Mm. Yeah, the audio you, atmosphere you, is amazing in the game. Yeah, and then do you know the
2: like, yeah. Do you, do you know the broken song that comes on when you're writing Um, that if you speed it up, will play the Hyrule theme. And the point is to have, like, oh, a broken yeah. down version to represent the broken down kingdom.
1: Thanks, Ben. Really? Um,
2: <laughs> the, um, I, I they reversed I know, the Skyward the Sword theme. I thought it was neat. That's amazing. Is that think,
1: true, or is that just no, people saying You can it watch your video of it
2: spit up in an No, it's real. They're that clever with these things.
0: Yeah. Cool. Sounds a bit too artsy fartsy for me. Yeah. I just like it's slow.
1: I like that it's, yeah. Or when you're running through a field and then all of a sudden the music for the Guardians comes on and you crap itself.
2: Yeah, that's terrifying.
1: There's, um yeah, there's a lot
0: of clever things. It's your ringtone. Sorry. Did oh, you realize no. it's your ringtone?
1: I don't think I'd say that was <laughs> my ringtone. Um, there's a lot of clever things they've done with Zelda. It is very different from the other ones. Yeah. Um,
0: it really is that they have taken a series that was, in my opinion, and I know you probably hate me for this, Ben, but I couldn't stand. I didn't like Twilight Princess that much. I don't think I didn't mind and it. I could. I played it on Wii, I think, which was part of my problem. Should have played it on GameCube, and I could not stand. Was it Skyward Sword? Yeah, yeah. That one was just awful, and they seem to have taken it. This one, they seem to have taken back to the basics enough. They've completely reinvented the, the the way you play the game while retaining everything that makes it a Zelda game. So it's a game like there's no other game like it. I can't think of a single yes. other game that is like this. And that's something that stayed th- true with Zelda through the years, mm. you know. I don't know why no one's managed. I mean, even games like Three D Heroes and stuff like that tried to tried to do it, but Dark no one managed to. Do it. Yeah, that's not Zelda. They uh, A it, lot of people it said it's it Zelda esque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I disagree. Well,
2: I Think what how it worked was with the original Legend of Zelda. The point was exploration. It's based on Miyamoto's childhood exploration, um, and when they came to 3D technology, they adapted that as best they could at the time to the 3D world to reinvent what the game was. Uh, then yeah, they did that season,
0: well. That was Ocarina, right?
2: That's that's yeah. one of the biggest jumps in technology and gameplay and rethinking conventions we've ever seen. Um, they kept using that for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, adding stuff and changing stuff. But it was never quite the same rebirth. And Skyward Sword was... I like things about it, but it's definitely the weakest of probably all the... The
1: most annoying thing freedom. was having to Yeah.
2: fly gone. back up <laughs> to...
1: Test. That's why I stopped playing. I got to a point <laughs> yeah. where maybe the fourth or fifth time you had to go back to town, I was like, yeah. no, nah, I'm not doing this.
2: The, <laughs> the strengths of that game is the character animations and like really subtle stuff no one notices, or the Monet rendering, which really actually inhibits see, the game because it's not in HD, see, so you can't yeah, appreciate but, it. Right yeah. The I
0: don't give I don't give a crap about that. It's like I didn't like the art style at first in Legi- yeah. uh, Breath of the Wild. Mainly cuz I was playing it on a shitty monitor. Once I put it on the TV, I looked at it on the screen, I was happy with it. But see, yeah. that stuff so, I don't care about. Yeah.
2: So that that stuff aside, yeah. the gameplay of those games were just copy-paste Ocarina of Time. To make Breath of the Wild, they went back and thought about Zelda 1, and what made Zelda Zelda. And to pitch the idea, they actually made an 8-bit version like 8-bit Zelda 1. But remade it so it was open world and you could interact with the environment the same way. They had stuff where the fire items could set 8 bit trees on fire. Uh, You could cut down trees and make logs and that could float in the river. And they put a physics engine in Zelda 1, showed everyone. Everyone was like, yeah, this would be hella fun. And then they built the game up and were given full control over breaking all the conventions. It's a lot of the new devs of Nintendo stepping up and directing stuff and leading the tech and stuff. Um, And yeah, they were really able to capture that essence. Uh, but you completely rebirth what Zelda is to people. Mm. Mm. Tim? Definitely a 10 out of 10.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying it. Um, When I play, I usually play for extended periods of time. Sometimes it's the mentality of jumping back into an open world without much direction. I have to remember to set my own goals. Um it's got enough to keep me interested in keep playing. Um, and usually mm. the exploration has some payoff to it, not all the time, but the one thing yeah. I've I've been trying to or well, one one thing that I toy around with is every time I see a mob of enemies in my, like, what is the actual point to killing these guys? I'm going to damage my good weapon. Usually a
0: chest with a stupid local in Sometimes it.
1: Sometimes <laughs> there's a chest with a reward in it, and half the time the weapon in that chest is worse than what I'm using. So it's really... There's not as much reason to engage, I guess, unless you just like killing
2: things. But I think that's kind of the point, in that there are some parts of the game where it's not beneficial to fight enemies. Um, and it's up to you to decide, is that the fastest path to cut through them? Or should I go around? Or do I want to go that way? Is mm. is the chest worth it?
0: There's usually a way to stealth it too, like take out the sentries with headshots and then shoot the rope that drops the fire onto the exploding barrel, which yeah, you know, which is good. There's usually a few different ways about it.
1: I usually find all those ways after the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if I paid more attention before... Um, but no, it's good. I mean, yeah. I am liking it. It's a very wise choice for a launch title. I think it helps solve the Switch well. Um, they just need to, in the next couple of months, I guess, follow up with something else strong.
0: I'll yeah. well, tell I, you I, what, the, the Mario Kart part, 8 so... is not it. Yeah, no. it is for me. It's not. I'll happily, play that again. I love oh. Mario Kart. i, I look forward the old two, ones.
2: Two, I need a little bit more. Yeah, they need to do something single player or like, pervertiously multiplayer have you keep coming back what they
0: need to do is take the diddy kong racing and add that
2: story mode
0: into yeah not diddy kong but add that type of story mode that was great but look with the console and with legend of zelda legend of zelda has i haven't been this excited and thinking about playing a game outside of playing the game in a long long time maybe since Either Dark Souls one or maybe Assassin's Creed one on the Xbox 360. <laughs> and and I know that finishing this game is gonna ruin me for gaming for a while. Yeah. Um, what about, what about Dark Souls three? Nah, that wasn't. Did I play through? Probably not. Is that the current one?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I stopped after I stopped after Bloodborne. Um, which i know wasn't a dark souls game i love dark souls 2 but then bloodborne kicked my ass too much and i just i don't have the time or the skill to play those games anymore but um and the console itself it surprised me i'm liking it a lot more than i thought i would to the extent that it is it's already my first choice of console for cross platform now the ability to take it and play on the go without having to go, all right, well, I'm going to go on the train today. I'll take my DS and I'll play... What am I playing at the moment? Oh, I'm replaying Layton. Um, or, you know, some 3DS-specific or Vita-specific game. I'll be able to take the thing I'm playing at home and just play it on the go. Um, it'd be nice if there were more cross-platform things for it, but hopefully oh, yeah. that'll come with time. It'll but come with time. A, the console's just astounding.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's already, like... No plans for Andromeda, or oh, what was the other one? There's another big title there's no plans to bring to the Switch, but I mean, you're right over time. I guess that will probably come. Um, but it's not, gonna, I hope so. It's not going to be my go to for cross platform, but it's still a great console. Yeah.
0: See, I, I think, think they've um, done well. the one and a half million sales that we were talking about at the start will help the cross platform viability mm. for developers. Oh, they'll go. Oh, shit! All right. Well, we've already got one and a half million of them out yep. now, and so it's not as difficult to port as, as it used to
1: be. Um,
0: it should be relatively yeah, it's built to, into Unity and um, yeah.
1: yeah, Unreal Four and all that. Or the other common maker. stuff. Unreal, that's it. Yeah. Um, so in theory, it
2: should be easier for them to do ports. So, yeah. well, I mean, indeed saying it's much easier than the Wii. The Wii was very difficult.
1: Yeah, but they're not the people yeah. I want. To come across yeah. the Switch. They're not the people that oh, are going to make Oh, No, the big apart the from Switch. Stardew Valley. I am looking forward to that <laughs> on the Switch because apparently that's got multiplayer. That has
2: multiplayer first. Yeah. yeah.
0: Didn't we talk about that on the last podcast?
1: No, we did, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll raise it again because Stardew Valley is good.
2: Uh, you, you guys <laughs> mentioned before, like, you wanted to know why 1.5 million uh, things had sold. Um, I did think we? it's largely because people had seen the design. Um, I think. It's a console that really doesn't go try to compete with the PS4. It tries to be its own thing, and it can slot into lots of people's different lifestyles in very uh-huh. different ways. And you can play PS4 games, and you can play Switch games, and they're not in competition with each other. Um, they're just different modes of playing. Um, and uh-huh. I think people see the potential in that. And um, as long as they can deliver with this drip-fed content, um, and they can yeah. attract third-party developers, this could be very successful. But if they can't get that third party, I reckon it is gonna it's at risk of doing the Wii U thing, but I think people see Nintendo's uh, design in this one a lot more than they understood the Wii U.
0: Well the Wii U was arguably bad design though as well. Yeah. Uh, they I had an alright concept, was... but it was poorly implemented and not not yeah, it just wasn't well executed. Well, I think I we think can I think we well. can all agree that
1: the Wii U is the greatest Nintendo console ever launched and leave it's it at that. Hey, I'll tell
0: you why. all right. Flowing on from what, no, flowing on from what Ben said before, out of my Xbox One, PS4 and Wii U, I've played my Wii U more than any of those other consoles. Yes. What about but your PC? That's because I'm a PC gamer. So cross-platform, the PS4 and the Xbox One offer me, well, even the Xbox One doesn't offer me this with any any play or anywhere play, whatever it's called. But they don't offer me much of a point of contention from my PC experience, except that it's a little bit poorer. Um, The Nintendo Switch immediately offers me a huge difference. If I buy a game on there instead of PC, I've got it on the thing, I can play it with a controller, I can take it with me, all that sort of stuff. It gives me something new. I think the (laughs) challenge will be how the graphics stand up for
1: cross-platform games. So if... I agree. Let's see if by some miracle Andromeda did come to the Switch, it'd be interesting, the comparisons between the Switch version and the Xbox yeah, version. They'll
0: just be... It's already going to be bad enough with Xbox and PS4 trying to push the importance of 4K. The Anything that comes cross-platform, there's going to be a whole shitload of comparison videos up, which make no difference to gameplay. It's just going to annoy me. <laughs>
2: we, have, we have like VR as a movement as well. You can't have 4K pushing power to the extreme with VR, because they have to be designed in completely different ways. I think this generation is going to be like three different explorers going in different directions, and which one is able to find civilization or or a location to build that civilization first, Um, rather than everyone heading in the same direction. It's trying to figure out what peripherals do people and gamers actually care about when it comes to game design. Mm.
0: On that note, it's a, a comparison, yeah.
1: Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, apologies for the dropout of Ben. Mm-hmm. We'll, I will
2: sue Windows 10. Uh, I just apologize for Ben. That's we'll cool. just
1: apologize for Ben in general.
2: Sorry I was born. Sorry I <laughs> left
1: Nintendo. <laughs> uh, we are part of the Podbros Network. We are on Wooshka, dot acom Don't know why they've named it Wooshka in such a difficult way. Anyway, we're on there. It's a good platform, actually. It's really easy for us to upload. Um, we are at anotherdungeon.com. We are at anotherdungeon on Twitter. We are facebook.com slash anotherdungeon. We are anotherdungeon.com slash YouTube for a forward to YouTube. We are on twitch.tv slash anotherdungeon. Um, I've started streaming a little bit more, just trying to iron out some kinks. With, Dropped uh, off, by the way. What?
0: The stream.
1: Oh, okay, that's Okay.
0: I shouldn't interrupt. This is still an audio podcast.
1: Yeah, we're still live.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody, and join us next time.
2: For another 10 out of 10 review.
0: This podcast is 10 out of 10.
2: That's 11 out of 10, mate. It's
0: the best podcast. (laughs)